you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Uh, hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Dot com. Hey, coming to you with a early morning podcast, and uh, we're having some fun, too. I'm broadcasting this live on the Insta, as the kids call it. The kids call it the Insta. I'm getting the hip with it, or whatever. I don't freaking know. Uh, anyway, uh, so we figured we'd give some try to that. Evidently, Twitter is shutting down Periscope, so we thought we'd do that as well, and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, anyway, guys, uh, be sure to subscribe to the Chris Foss Show podcast. Uh, we'll be talking about some stuff here this morning. Go to thecvpn.com, subscribe to online podcasts we have over there. Also, go to... Uh, what is there? YouTube.com forward slash Chris Voss. Uh, hit that bell notification button. For an unlimited time, there is a very special deal around YouTube where if you hit the bell notification podcast, you get free video access to the wide range of like 3,500 videos, 700 podcasts that are on the Chris Voss show. And it's free. And it's only for an limited time, so you want to run over there, grab that, pick it up. Uh, you can go to goodreads.com and forward slash Chris Voss and see the uh, uh, all the different authors we've had on the show. We've had a brilliant slate of authors uh, this last year uh, and see what we're reviewing and all that good stuff. You can also go to uh, where else do we have following? Uh, following on Facebook.com forward slash The Chris Voss Show. We're broadcasting right now for the first time uh, live on um on Instagram, uh, wave hi to a few of my friends. I'm seeing some waves here coming through to them. Uh, some good friends of mine, I see. Uh, so anyway, uh, and you can also follow me on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, I'm on Clubhouse. We're doing some experimenting over there and porting some of the show or trying to over there, doing some different things. <clears throat> In fact, we may start using Clubhouse to flush out uh, solo ideas when I do solo episodes like this one where we don't have a guest or a book author on or a CEO. And... Uh, so you, you'll see me uh, maybe over there talking and flushing out ideas, and then we'll take those ideas and bring them onto the podcast here. Uh, now, normally, lately, we always have great authors. In fact, we just published the recent Coach Mike uh, interview of his great book. Uh, if you've seen, if you know him, you've seen him on Dr. Phil and uh, really wonderful uh, experience we have with him an interview, both in the green room before and after the show, uh, gentle, warm, brilliant gentleman. Uh, and I, my understanding is I'm sending him an email and, and I may be appearing on his show. I just told him I don't want to be on Dr. Phil cause I don't really want to be psychoanalyzed but evidently i'll be on uh, coach mike's uh thing uh check out that episode it just dropped tonight on the chris voss show and then uh coming up we have a whole lot of really cool stuff we have frank Faguzzi coming on i think on the 18th we have tom hartman coming on uh to talk about his book we've got a whole slate of these incredible authors many of them uh, that have written multiple books uh, and novels, et cetera, et cetera. So check those out as well. In fact, I had the slate pulled up. I was going to read to people. We've got uh, uh, David Solomon is going to be on. He's with Cubas or Cobas, actually it's pronounced. It's a big music service that competes with Spotify and Tidal. And uh, I've really 
fallen in love with it lately. He's going to be on. Jason Pinter will be on. He's a he's an accomplished author uh, of a ton of novels and books. Uh, Frank Fluguzzi, of course, on the 18th. You've seen him on MSNBC. Tom Hartman, his radio show. And Mary uh, Kriegel, I believe her name is pronounced, will be on as well. She has a new book. And Daniel Pine will be on. He's got an extraordinary uh, amount of books that he's written as well. So anyway, guys, today's episode, I want to talk about what's going on with uh, Twitter de-platforming uh, uh, Donald Trump. And this episode is brought to you by IFI Audio and their new Neo IDSD. The Neo is the new wave of digital sound listening for your desktop, music, gaming, and bleeding-edge Bluetooth, even MQA audio file decoding. Uh, we're using it in the studio right now. I've loved my experience with it so far. It just makes everything sound so much more richer and better and takes things to the next level. IFI Audio is an award-winning audio tech company with one aim in mind, to improve your music enjoyment of quality sound, eradicate noise, distortion, and hiss from your listening experience. Check out their new incredible lineup of DACs and audio enhancement devices at ifi-audio.com. I will do an episode where I'll talk about the insurrection, the riots, and everything else. Um, but I, I kind of want to let things uh, surmise a little bit more and get a little more data and, and talk about it. <clears throat> also because I, I was about ready to have a heart attack that day watching it. My anxiety just went through the roof. My chest really tightened up. I reached a point where I just had to go force myself to go lay down, go to bed, take a nap because I was really worried that I was approaching a heart attack level watching the destruction of, of democracy or the attempt of it. And then there's a lot of extraordinary things that are in the Senate and House that I don't know that a lot of people uh, don't realize. I mean, John F. Kennedy... Um, I think there's some stuff there from Teddy Roosevelt. You know, the, a lot of times they inscribe their um, initials or, or so-and-so was here in some of those deaths and everything else. And, and I've watched enough insurrections um, and rise of fascist uh, things in other countries where sometimes the Congress house of that country burns to the ground. So anyway, I, I'm going to talk about that, but I want to get more data and I want to, I basically want to present a more uh, bigger picture of that. So watch for that. I may do that over the weekend or coming into Monday. The news is moving fast. In fact, I'm excited to have Frank Fuguzzi on the show because we're going to be talking about probably a lot of different things that are going to happen by the time he's on the show two days before uh, Biden is elected. Tell the friends, to relatives, neighbors to subscribe to the show as well. Um, so Twitter, uh, finally, and I got to tell you, I've had so much joy in the past, uh, I don't know, 12 hours or how long it's been. Um, I, for the longest time, have wanted Trump to be deplatformed. I've been on Twitter for, what, 12 years? I've had accounts or client accounts that, you know, just get, uh, they get banned or they don't really get banned. They get suspended for, you know, following too many people. I recently had that happen on my account, too. I was building some lists, and I was following some people, and I kept getting a little warning saying, eh, you find too many people, and I'm like, ah, just one more. And and uh, and and yet, this guy is, is you know, putting out this stuff. They're having notes and all those things. It's just extraordinary leeway. And I think what a lot of people learn with this uh, madman, uh, Donald Trump, is that, you just can't give the guy a rope. You just cannot let him run. 
I mean, he's a, he, it's like a toddler where you're just like, oh, the toddler pushed over that uh, light stand. Yeah, we won't punish him. We'll just, we'll just kind of coddle him a little bit. And then you wonder uh, how things go bad. You know, you just, you just, there's some point where you have to put your fucking foot down. And of course, that point should have been with Donald Trump a long time ago where he had, his birther thing on Obama. Uh, that that should have been just like deemed as racist at the time and removed. So I'm going to share with you some of my thoughts on it. And I'm also going to share with some of my thoughts with the future of Twitter and what we're going to talk about, because this is something we've been discussing for quite some time. Um, so he is deplatformed for, from Twitter for his main account. Uh, what's even funnier and I, I had a suspicion this was coming. In fact, we were betting on it that he would be he become kicked off of Twitter after January, uh, you know, twenty first, basically, um, because Twitter had told Biden that, that he were they were not going to transfer the uh, POTUS account to him. And I imagine that largely the reason Twitter didn't want to do that um, is because. They want to delete those accounts. Those deletes accounts have so many Russian bots and, and cheats and uh, manipulative stuff and so much games that's going on there. I think they just want to delete it and start over with a clean slate. Plus, when you really think about it, uh, if you, you know, it needs a clean slate. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? You're basically going to be hiding, uh, handing Biden a, a platform of trolls. So it's better that Biden just starts his own new account, and they can probably take the name back from POTUS and give it to Biden. But they'll likely delete that whole account. But it was funny. He tried using other people's accounts, including the campaign account, Team Trump. <laughs> they banned that as well. Um, and there's been a ban hammer of a few other people, Michael Flynn, uh, the crazy Kraken gal, Sidney Powell, and everything else. Uh, and so good riddance. It's been so nice. I think the world is actually breathing a sigh of relief. The whole world is just like, oh my God, we've been held hostages as a battered woman, a battered, you know, marriage syndrome thing with this guy where we're just, we just wait for him to tweet something. And it's basically lopped off his head in a sense of taking away everything he has. Or if anything, it's lopped off his dick. Um, and so it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful day in America to wake up today and not have to think about what did Donald Trump tweet today and what sort of madness goes on. And, you know, even other countries are just like, what the fuck? I've been talking to some of my people in other countries. Now, I want to preface this and start, even though I'm kind of deep into it at this point. I, I want to start by saying this. If you're one of the people who believes in free speech and all this bullshit that I keep hearing and seeing, knock it off. If you don't understand at this point, if you haven't educated yourself at this point, that these are not free speech uh, arenas. These are not open, um, the open city halls or open open spaces, okay? The, if you're on Twitter, it is a privately held property. It is a corporate held property. It is private fucking property. You can't come on my property and do shit without my permission. I, if you do, I can have you removed by the police. Uh, same thing with your property exactly as well. Um, and free speech does not apply. Sit your dumbass fucking down and read the fucking constitution. Free speech does not apply to these platforms. These platforms have liability, uh, issues where if someone wants to sue them, say, for example, with what happened with the riots, um, where people were killed there, there's probably some lawsuits that are going to sue Twitter anyway and say, well, your platform was used to incite a riot. So therefore, 
you know, we're going to sue you and probably happen anyway, because that's what lawyers do. Um, so there's liability element to it, but there is no free speech given in the constitution or under the mechanisms of free speech to private property, uh, protections where you can be like, whatever. Now you can go out in the village fucking square, you know, down at the park at your local city hall and you can yell your fucking, uh, head off. That's free speech. You can write different things that are objective and, and, uh, you can criticize your politicians and everything like that. That's free speech. Um, but if you do it to, uh, if you, if you think you're getting kicked off a platform and your free speech is whatever, I mean, if, if you really still think that at this point, you are a fucking idiot and you need to go fucking read a book in the constitution. So let's get that premise of what we're going to be talking about today here out of it. I, I'm seriously, anytime that I've seen a friend talking about this free speech bullshit on Facebook, I'm literally just in friend him anymore. I just cannot deal with how uneducated and stupid people are. So there is that uh if if you use it's just basically if you're using a platform to incite violence or yell fire in a crowd in a in a crowded theater you know it's the same sort of principle and you have no business being on there and i think it can be agreed he's been using his twitter account as a bully pulpit as an as a very evil weapon of fascism and you know recently we we uh had uh Ruth Bengate on the show with her book, Strong Men. Um, and she literally sits down and profiles all the different strong men, how they came to power. And a lot of the fascist uh, people that came come to power, they usually control or have deep influence in the media. Uh, Silvio Buscarloni, you know, in a lot of TV shows and I believe newspapers, a lot of TV channels. Uh, and most of it was built illegally, actually, against Italian law. And he became president so he could avoid being prosecuted. Um, uh, 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 Hitler, I mean, you pick your name. She goes through all the different people. Duarte, uh, Pinochet. Hey, there's Kim. How you doing? Um, and so uh, all these different fascists that came to power, uh, Ruth talks about in her book, Strongmen. And uh, I really advise it. In fact, we put it on our Christmas list, our holiday gift list for uh, the Chris Voss show. And it, it, she sits down and she profiles all of the different strongmen, fascist leaders. And what's really interesting is they all fit almost what you would call an FBI profile, where uh, they're, they're all the same sort of extremist, narcissistic, male toxicity, uh, all that crap that goes into them. And they're all completely, they're, they're all complete morons other than, you know, the, the little, uh, ways that they figured out how to be, uh, you know, how to do their evil work or get power or get people to follow them, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they know how to do a few things, but largely they're, they're morons on a intellectual level. This is why they usually, uh, exercise all the different, uh, brilliant people and intelligent people when they come into office and they demonize them is because they, they are a threat to their own stupidity. They're not like, um, say like, uh, Henry Ford, where, they fill people around them that are smarter than them or like what I do. I try and collect people around me that are smarter than me. And of course, those are the people we have on the show that bring the research and everything they do for their books. So, uh, to me, I'm just incredibly happy. He's deplatformed and he's lost this fascist, uh, communication device that he uses to incite violence, which, which every fascist does with their, um, newspapers and their TV and whatever medium they have. So having his head lopped off on this, I think is really, 
really super important. I, I'm just so happy. I've been angrily calling for it uh, for several months now um, because I've seen several accounts get suspended for just following too many people, including mine. Uh, and to see just constant, you know, all the different warning set tags and everything else on his stuff. It's just, it's just insulting. Um, and, and, and hopefully we learn a deep lesson from this, that you cannot give people this much leeway because all you do is you just, you, they just keep ratcheting it up. I mean, Donald Trump does not get better. He gets worse. And, you know, he's like the perpetual hold my beer guy where every time you're like, wow, that was really fucked up. He goes, oh, hold my beer and go to the next level. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of my technical friends, we always had these arguments over the years about what should Jack do? Uh, many of them sat down with Jack and uh, 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 what's his face? Uh, boy, their names are escaping me. Um, back in the day when you could sit down with the Twitter guys in a room and they were just nobodies with uh, 40 employees and, and a few thousand people on their, on their site. Um, and so we talk about like what they should do. And on one hand, you know, it's a balance that Jack has had to, had to uphold where, you know, do we let people know how fucking crazy this dude is? Uh, on one hand, that has been a blessing. I mean, certainly imagine if Nixon had had the Nixon tapes broadcast during the real time of his presidency. Certainly things might've been different. <laughs> um, and on one hand, it should be a blessing, but you know, now they, they've lopped off his ability to terrorize people. Um, you know, I think, uh, morning Joe, Joe Scarborough talked about, uh, you know, the terrorization that Donald Trump did with his Twitter feed, uh, against, uh, the, uh, surviving husband of, uh, a uh, young lady who passed away uh well the, uh, she worked for Joe uh and it was just relentless and ugly and sick um and sadistic and of course you you if you're familiar with you've seen a lot of the people that that platform has been used to persecute like the Sandy Hook uh parents and and everything else so i think i think it is finally time that they take this mode and they deplatform him and i'm really happy to see it happen the future of twitter uh, the future of Twitter, uh, I've, I've pretty much, as far as I was concerned, Twitter was dead before Donald Trump became president. Uh, the lead up kind of brought it back, but for the most part, it was a pretty dead go nowhere platform. I wasn't even posting much. I wasn't using it much. Uh, a lot of newsmakers use it because it's great for news and, and making news or catching news as it happens. Like for example, the, uh, Osama bin Laden raid, uh, where, somebody in Afghanistan live tweeted the thing and didn't even know what was going on. There was a copter that just landed in the middle of this fucking nowhere place. Um, turns out that was news. He, he was live tweeting the actual, uh, the actual uh, attack or uh, the raid. Um, so, you know, Twitter has its place, but even then Twitter recently finally pulled the plug on Periscope and that's not a good indication of what's going on. TikTok, honestly, is just eating its lunch. Like I'm loving the engagement I'm getting on TikTok and we're trying to figure out different ways we can get the Chris Voss show on there. The biggest challenge is the format. And then the other challenges is kind of the mentality of the age group of what it is, but we're experimenters. So we'll probably try and figure out a way to make that work. 
Um, and we're also doing this first live here on Instagram just to kind of fuck around with it. And, of course, we can't do anything on Periscope now because they're shutting it down. So we're always uh, playing with things. And, of course, there's Clubhouse as well. Uh, we're doing a lot of experiment in groups on Clubhouse. A lot of people can't get into it yet. But we're trying to figure out ways that we can port the podcast in there. In fact, actually, I just realized that I made a horrible mistake. I was supposed to be broadcasting this into pro- Clubhouse as I was doing this. <laughs> it's going to be a three-for-one. <laughs> Well, there that goes. Anyway, guys, um, so that's what I think. I think Twitter is definitely going to lose a lot of its power, a lot of its, uh, a lot of its, uh, a lot of its uh, uh, trendiness uh, after Donald Trump is kicked off the platform. And they've known this for years. They've known that, that pretty much they were the only things Donald Trump and the news and 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 all the minutia people, you know, arguing about whatever the fuck crazy man said. Uh, what's going to happen. So I, I don't think Twitter is going to survive on this uh, for the long term. I mean, it will survive. There's always probably going to be Twitter. It's a clown car that crashed into success. But I think dumping Donald Trump and all the different news factors that come out of it, and then once Donald Trump is out of office, uh, I mean, Biden hopefully will be the, one of the most boring presidencies we've ever had of normalcy. And, you know, and the people aren't going to be running around going, did you see what Donald Trump said today or Joe Biden said today? He actually said we should all get along and he offered hugs. <laughs> like there's nothing there. There's no car crash. There's no, there's nothing. There's nothing, you know, like I, I don't even, I feel, I feel bad for newsmakers and comedians, uh, late night comedians. Cause they're going to be like, and in today's news, uh, Joe Biden got up and, uh, fell asleep. Eh? And then uh, the country's kind of going okay. So um, insert your funny here. Like we'll probably have to go back to Kim Kardashian jokes or <clears throat> something else, which I don't know. Maybe maybe we should get Donald Trump to come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, guys, those are some of my thoughts on deplatforming um, Donald Trump. I've been just, I, I, I got to tell you, I was planning on being so fucking steamed if he kept that account after uh january 21st um and and kept that power and and i really love what's going on with the uh with the uh uh well all the different ways we have to take him out right now whether it's the impeachment of the 25th him resigning or um i don't know just go down and drag him out go do it fbi but i guess the justice department said this uh this morning or late last night that they're not going to prosecute him for the thing but that's this justice department oh so we'll see how that goes anyway guys um those are some of my thoughts on the tw- twitter deplatforming. i i don't know that i felt this good in like four or five years to know that they have lopped his head off with his stupidity his annoyance one of the greatest probably one of the greatest most annoying things to him um it's it's pretty much like uh where they've deloined him in that scene from Braveheart. <laughs> and oh the the other thing I should mention is his parlor has been given twenty four hours, probably less now, twelve hours by Apple to either clean up their shit or they're gonna get kicked off the platform and um Google Play has kicked them off the platform. So it's likely uh, they could have some trouble keeping that thing running. Although my understanding is the Mercers are behind the money on it. So, uh, I suppose they can afford the, the crap there. So anyway, guys, um, that's about it. That's my thoughts on, uh, that's my thoughts on the Twitter deplatforming of Donald Trump about motherfucking time. 
good riddance. Fuck you. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 bucks. Go directly to jail. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, I'll talk some more in the next day or two about my thoughts on the insurrection and what's going on. I'm currently going through this this process of watching the videos of the arrests and people, you know, uh, finding out that there's penalties for what they do. Oh, my God, surprise. I mean, you do have free speech and there are things that you can do in life to say what you think, but there are fucking consequences. <laughs> it's just astounding to me how many people don't know that the consequence part kicks in. You know, the, the, what the white rage entitlement of like, what there's consequences. <laughs> and so I, I've been enjoying that quite a bit at, uh, seeing, seeing that come back, but I, I'm going to try and compile all my thoughts with a little bit more data. I am kind of interested to see, I really do feel, and I, and I don't want to be like one of these people, like there's a conspiracy, but I really do feel like they're going to find out that there may have been some congressmen in the house or some other people in the campaign. I don't know who paid for the buses to bring them there. Uh, it seems really weird that there were a lot of, uh, these Q actors that you see in all the photos with the guys. Um, I like that the FBI is finally asking the questions that I was asking the first time I saw the picture was these motherfuckers that were there with zip tie handcuffs. Um, they were there to, uh, from what were is being reported, they were there to actually kill president Pence or vice president Pence and also to punish, you know, who they, I mean, they believe all these people are pedophiles from their QAnon bullshit. So anyway, I'll, I'll kind of surmise that. Hopefully, that will be in a at a point where I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I'm about to have a heart attack and rage. <laughs> so we'll see if we can't pull that off. But I got to tell you, I'm having a great day that Twitter's deplatformed. And uh, like I prefaced at the beginning of the show, uh, make sure that you understand this is not a First Amendment uh, free speech thing. It's just the dumbest fucking argument you can bring to anything. And if you find your friends are doing that. Uh, tell them and correct them and spread the word. Anyway, guys, that's my opinion. That's what I think. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already, uh, thechrisvossshow.com or thecvpn.com. We might try a few more of these Instagram live things. Uh, and then what we're going to do is we're going to triple broadcast onto Clubhouse, which I was actually supposed to do before I started this. And... Um, I don't know what we're going to do with TikTok. Well, we do, we have TikTok live. So we're probably going to try that with another thing and do a TikTok live and see what comes of it. And sadly, I need to get like the green screen going on behind that we don't have. So somehow I got to get all that figured out. I think there's a sponsorship deal. We're working on with Restream.io right now and uh, we'll see how those go. But I think that will give us broadcasting. I'm not sure if they'll go to TikTok. Anyway, just some early morning thoughts for me, kind of random and raw off the top of my head and dicking around with different experiments. So we'll see where they go. Bang all the buttons experiment. Uh, also, uh, watch for the future shows that we have. Um, I'm really excited to have Frank Fluguzzi on, on the 18th because we're going to have a lot to talk about with the FBI and all that good stuff. And I'm actually still bugging James Coney's, uh, James Comey's people for his new book. Um, that would be an interesting conversation, wouldn't it? Especially with what's going on. And I think there's already a leak on, it's not a leak or it's probably a push of some type, uh, where he doesn't believe Donald Trump should be prosecuted. So you might actually see me argue with James Comey if he were to come on the show, but we'll see if we can get him on. Um, the, uh, 
Uh, probably not. I mean, he's he, he. It's not like he's got to do a lot of press to get people to know who the hell he is. James Comey. Have you ever heard of you? Um, anyway, guys, uh, there you go. Hopefully, our democracy survives and everyone stays safe for the next uh, till the twenty first. And uh, I'm glad our government has woken up from whatever sleep it was doing that allowed the riots and and uh, hopefully uh, <clears throat> they'll make sure and prevent any more. Uh, bad stuff are going on. I'm almost kind of thankful that Biden um, is kind of having a virtual inauguration uh, by virtue of the uh, COVID-19 thing. Uh, I'd really be more worried if we were having a normal inauguration and there were, you know, hundreds of thousands of people at the Capitol and we've got these madmen still running around. Anyway, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, Be sure to stay safe, wear your mask, and we'll see you guys next time.